everybody, good morning. Uh,我们先来做一个自我介绍。我的名字叫沈静。Uh,我漂亮的妻子叫钱江。我们有一个大学二年级的女儿和十一年级的儿子,她叫Chris. I'm going to do an introduction of myself, which is him. Um, this is James Shun and his, his beautiful wife, Joanne. And they have a son, um, Chris, who's an 11th grader. We are in 2004. We came back to Beijing in 2004. And um, I guess we're in the minority of families here that we've been here for quite a time now. I can translate English to Chinese. Okay, okay. Uh, okay, now you I'll translate into English. Okay. Um, William Brown. Right. Um, well, Thank you. Okay, how we can go okay. back now. Now we make sure we're in the right order. In the in the nineteen eighties and nineties, the Chinese government began to allow students to go overseas to study in universities. Uh, so the Christians saw that as a great opportunity to care for these college students, so they began to take them back and forth to church to feed them and to take care of them and seeing them as somebody they could care for. Uh, 他说如果你不信神的话,你会下地狱。So in 1988, I went to America to study in California, and um, I remember one day somebody came to my door and knocked on the door and invited me to the church and said, if you don't trust in, in God, you're going to go to hell. 我当时听了非常的激动,我说如果你的神把我这样的一个好人打到了地狱,这只能说明你的神不是一个好的神。so I told this person, if your God would send a good person to hell, then your God definitely is not good. And um, I thought that my answer to this guy was a very intelligent answer. But even though I didn't think I was perfect, I thought I was a good person and I didn't need God. Uh, 
2010, when we were in Beijing, I had a good friend named Tim. Um, he found out that he had um, brain cancer or brain tumors, and um, he died in his mid-30s. He had he left behind three kids and a wife. Tim is a very devoted Christian. He started a Christian school in his home. And so Tim loved the Lord, and um, he loved his family. He had a Bible study in his home. He was serving the Lord. And whenever he died, I could not understand how God could let somebody like that um, die so early and leave behind his family. Uh, um, about three weeks ago, I was sharing the gospel with a, a Buddhist friend, and um, this, this friend brought this, um, this statement up to me. He said, how could your God um, forgive somebody that is about to be executed tomorrow because he's a murderer, and, um, but yet he would send somebody to hell who is um, a good person? Just because they don't believe Just because they don't believe God. So the, the, the things that I'm going to share today, the, the most important part is that um, the question is, is our God a fair God? So we're going to read Matthew 20, verse 1 through, through 16. Matafu uh, for the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day and sent them into his vineyard. About nine in the morning, he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing. He told them, You also go and work in my vineyard, and I will pay you whatever is right. So they went, he went out again about noon and about three in the afternoon and did the same thing. About five in the afternoon, he went out and found still others standing around. He asked them, why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing? Um, because no one has hired us, they answered. He said to them, you also go and work in my vineyard. Uh, 
When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, Call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about five in the afternoon came and each received a denarius. So when those came who were hired first, they expected to receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. Those who were hired last worked only one hour, they said, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the work in the heat of the day. do those four verses later. So what if you were one of those workers who had worked all day long for 12 hours and were tired? Um, would you complain? Um, would you say this isn't fair? So what if you were one of the workers that only had to work for the last hour? Would you be appreciative and thankful to the, to the landowner for calling you and paying you for your work? Yeah, you probably would think that, this, that the landowner was crazy. Or maybe you were thinking, why is he so generous? He's got some trick or some plan to... So about 20 years ago, um, I started a small company, and we decided to have flexible hours for coming into work. You can come in at 8 o'clock if you want, or you can come in at 10 o'clock if you want. So at that time, uh, no companies in China were, were having their work hours like this, and I thought this would be great. This would be a good chance to, to do something different with the company. So a few months later, I heard two of our workers in my company talking. They didn't, they didn't know that I was listening in to what they were saying, but I heard them say this. So they said that this boss definitely does not know how to lead a company. Um, something's going to happen to this company. We need to get out of here pretty quick. So um, that, um, so we look at the, the parable of the workers here, and um, we're talking about, um, okay, sorry, that wasn't, um, the, the um, thinking about God, and he's talking about um, how God is. Is he a fair God? 
，因为我们在座很多都是基督徒，我们知道神为我们做了什么。耶稣上十字架救我们，不是因为我们值得。我们那个时候正是在最终。So we know as Christians that Jesus was willing to go on the cross for us, and it's not because we were worthy of that. 他的亲兄弟不认不认识耶稣，他的门徒也不认他。So his own brothers did not believe in him, and his disciples were,、um, at the last moment, just left him. So the, the Jews、um, mocked him, and the Roman, the Roman guards also mocked him and tortured him. So Jesus on the cross was for this people, not for the good people. So is God fair? So God is much greater than fair. Jesus is willing to take on our sins、um, on Himself, not only to pay for our past sins, that they're forgiven, but also our current sins and our future sins. Is God fair? Is God fair? No, he's not fair. He is a thousand times better than fair. Jesus three days later rose again. So Jesus was resurrected from the dead three days later. Um, God has prepared a place for us in heaven,、um, and so He has given His Holy Spirit, and He's given us new life. So, Jesus, fair? Is Jesus fair? So He's greater than fair. He's a thousand times greater than fair. So, this Pharisee story is not about So the the parable about the the vineyard is not talking about a a performance that's based on rewards, but it's about talking about God's grace in our lives. So we've got a definition of the word grace from the dictionary. Uh, this is in Merriam-Webster. So this is the definition in the dictionary that he found from Meridian Webster. It says unmerited divine assistance given humans for their regeneration or sanctification. So in this example, clearly, the vineyard is heaven. The vineyard is God. The vineyard is God. The vineyard is God. So in this parable, the the landowner is God, the vineyard is heaven.、Uh, we have the workers who worked the full day.、Um, those were the Israelites. Then there's workers that worked half a day, and there was workers that worked for just an hour. And those were the Gentiles that came later to faith. So we are really blessed because God is a So we are blessed because God is not just a fair God; He's a God that's filled with grace. But 
this idea of grace is a, it's a common thing that you'll, be, you'll hear people talk about. They want fair, oh, sorry, not grace, fairness. They want fairness in life. They want fairness in their workplace. They want it in their homes. They want it in schools. This idea is, is so important for everybody to get fairness. Mm. 在家里, 在公司, yeah, you, in your workplace, in your home, you'll hear people complain, that's not fair. Right. Um, everyone believes that exercise is good for you and you need to train your bodies. And um, he was referring to me as a, a long distance runner. And that to be a long distance runner and to finish the race, you have to train hard and keep working, and then you'll have a good result. Okay, so for parents here, um, with your kids, just like these kids that were, that were going from fifth grade to sixth grade and from uh, high school to college, that we, we tell our kids, you, there's no shortcuts to making it through school. You've got to work hard, and you've got to keep going and study, and then you'll have good results on your test. Whenever I was a college student um, in, in graduate school, my motto was that God helps those who help themselves. And I thought that was in the Bible. I didn't know that that wasn't in the Bible. So the concept of grace is a really hard thing for us to understand, and it's even harder to act out, to live out. So in culture today, especially the Chinese culture, um, that nobody has this concept or idea or understanding of what grace is. Okay, so when I looked at the Chinese dictionary, it defined grace as this. It means gifts or favorable treatment from the emperor originally, and now it means favor in general. So when we have our family life couples conferences, we like to ask the people, what examples do you have in your life of people who are good examples of forgiveness? And we always hear the same answer, I don't have any good examples. So, of course, if you have um, Christians in the audience, they'll say, Jesus is our good example of forgiveness. So I'm going to share four principles about God's grace, and we're going to continue reading through the different, uh, the last four verses here, and then continue to talk about those principles. So this is Matthew 20, verse 13 um, through 16. 
家族回答其中一人说：“朋友，我不亏负你，你我讲定的不是一钱银子吗 ？”But he answered one of them, "I'm not being unfair to you, friend. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius?" 拿你的走吧，我给那后来的和你一样，这是我愿意的。Uh, take your pay and go. I want to give the one. I want to give the one who was hired last the same as I gave you. 我的东西难道不可随我的意思用吗？因为我做好人，你就红了眼吗 ？Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money, or are you envious because I am generous? 这样拿在后的将要在前，在前的将要在后了。So the last will be first, and the first will be last. 好，有关恩典，第一项我想跟大家分享的原则是。So the first principle is that grace is available to all of us, and all who believe in God. This grace is like So grace is like the vineyard that has been opened to all kinds of workers. You've got the people that are going in the early morning and they're serving all day, serving in the vineyard. Then there's, of course, the lousy workers that couldn't get a job in the early morning, so they're still waiting there till the they're waiting 15, 16 hours a day till to to the point where the landowner calls them and they go and start work in the last hour. 所以我们说，没有坏人坏到不能接受恩典，也没有好人好到不需要恩典。So there's nobody who's too bad to receive God's grace, and there's nobody too good that doesn't need God's grace. 啊，我再重复一下这一句哈，就是没有坏人坏到不能接受恩典，也没有好人好到不需要恩典。Okay, so I'm going to say the same thing again. There's nobody so bad that um that God's grace can't change them, and there's nobody. So good that they don't need God's grace to to know Him. Uh, 2004年, so in 2004, my family came back to Beijing, and I was faced with all kinds of temptations—temptations temptations with money, temptations with um, the um, the filth that that society gives us. And um, it was um, a very tough time, and I realized that I was a bad person. I wasn't as good as I thought I was. 同时，我们知道救赎也没有救赎的时间是太早，也不会有救赎的时间是太晚。也就是在二零零七年啊，我的受洗是我和儿子一起受洗的。In 2007, um, I, I learned that salvation doesn't come too early and it doesn't come too late. It was in that year, in 2007. That my son and I got baptized here in this church. The second point or principle is that grace is individualistic.、Uh, it's based on a one-on-one -on -one relationship with God. In Matthew's Gospel, chapter 13, verse 13, Um, it says that, but he answered one of them, "I am not being unfair to you, friend." Here, everyone, pay attention. God does not say to one person; He says to many people. 
So if you pay attention in this passage, God is speaking to one specific person, not to everybody. So in the business world, it's the same way. Whenever you get your contract and you get your salary, um, they're working with you as an individual to give you your salary. It's not giving it, sharing with everybody else, and hopefully not sharing that with everybody else how much you make either. So Mark, uh, Mark Twain said this. He said, comparison is the death of joy. So the workers who had been working in the field all day for the 12 hours, they didn't realize uh, there's other people that are waiting in the markets for a job. They didn't know anything about them, so they weren't needing to compare themselves to them at that time. So they didn't know about those people that were waiting for 11 hours in the, in the markets trying to get a job and they didn't know about the, maybe the shame they were experiencing or the respect that, that they were getting. So there was no need to compare with them at the time. So so those people that had been working for 12 hours, they had the respect of their their boss because they were working hard and they had the the joy of of working for their boss and they didn't know that about those people that that were out still in the markets and that they were experiencing that shame maybe that they didn't have work. So they didn't know that um, their time in the working for 12 hours in the, in the vineyard, they were getting the respect of their, their um, landlord but, or their boss, but the others who were very lonely because they were waiting for work and just sitting there waiting for somebody to call on them. Yes, so those who worked 12 hours, because of the comparison is selfish, they only see those people made equal money, but they never realize the benefits of uh, respect, the benefits of security, job security, the benefits of interaction with landowners, mm, okay. which those standing in 12 or uh, in 11 hours they cannot enjoy. Okay. Thank you. Alright. <coughs> so speaking about salvation, uh, I feel that I'm blessed that God is not necessarily fair because he has customized or he has prepared salvation just for me. He saved me as an individual. Many 
A lot of overseas Chinese, when they go to other countries, they, they put their faith and trust in Jesus, just like my wife, Joanne, who, who trusted in the Lord in America. Well, I lived 15 years in America, and I still didn't believe the Lord. It wasn't until I came back here until I put my faith and trust in the Lord. So the third principle is that grace finds us first when we're still waiting. 在这个故事当中，大家知道这个呃庄园主是一次又一次的来到这个民工的市场找他们进葡萄园。So in this parable, the landowner is constantly coming back to the to the market to call people to come work with him.但是那些发呃下午五点钟被发现的工人有一个前提，他们没有提前回家啊，他们还在那儿等待。There's one thing interesting about those people that were still there at five o'clock. They didn't go home early um, and give up, but they were still waiting there for, the, for somebody to come in to choose them to work. Mm. The 15 years that I was in the U.S., um, two of those years I was participating in the Baha'i faith, Baha'ism, and, um, but God didn't give up on me, and I feel like I was that five o'clock worker, that it wasn't until I came back here and put my faith in him, and the Lord uh, chose me, came and called me to himself. So the fourth principle is that grace is given by God at his will, and it's freely. So in the um, verse 15 in uh, Matthew 20, it says, Don't I have the right to do what I want with my own money? Or are you envious because I am generous? So so God has the right to give or not to give grace. He has the right to decide when and who to give it to because grace is undeserved. None of us deserve his grace. So I heard about this story um, recently. There was a, um, a subway station at an entrance. There was a, a beggar, and um, every day he would be there, this young guy would come by and give him 10 kwai. So one day this young guy came by and he only gave him five kwai and the beggar said, why did you only give me five kwai today? So he said, I just got married recently and I need to, give, I need to take care of my wife so I don't have as much money. 这个要饭的非常生气，他指责这个年轻人说：“你怎么能够用我的钱去养你的老婆呢？”So he was he was angry and he said, um, "How could you take my money and use it to raise your, take care of your wife?”所以今天我们基督徒，我们不能像这个要饭的，我们要像那个庄园主啊。So as Christians, we can't um, be like that beggar guy. Um, but we need to be like the landowner who was very generous and kind. Or we need to 
So as believers, we need to break this mindset that the world is a fair place and it should be fair to me. Uh, we need to live out Jesus' grace in our lives. So in our church, uh, we talk about this principle quite often, what it means to abide in Jesus. Mm, so uh, this is the answer. Okay, here's, here's the answer now to how. So we're gonna, the first one is that we need to use Jesus' eyes to see the world. So we need to use his ears to listen, to hear his mouth to speak. And, and his heart to feel. So it's very difficult for us. Um, a lot of times we can't help but compare with others. So how are we going to do it then? We need to use his grace, Jesus' grace to, to, um, to compare. So when you're facing problems, when you're in the midst of feeling jealous about things or people, when you feel hopeless, um, we need to envision God's amazing grace and his, his hands that bring grace to us. Mm -hmm. uh, slide. We're going to look at the last um, passage of scripture. Uh, so a lot of times we're like this little kid that you see. We, um, we face um, people's anger poured out toward us. We're feeling jealous. So we need to use God's grace to, to compare the situations and to, to view the situations that we're going through. Uh, so we're going to look at Ephesians 3, 17 through, through 20. So God's love can, can supersede all the difficulties that we're going through. Um, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, May have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and how high and long and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. We're going to pray together now. Heavenly Father, your, your grace is, is very um, marvelous. 
You saved us not because we are qualified. It's because you loved us. Your love is high and wide and great. It's much greater than we can in our, our knowledge, our understanding. Lord, we ask you to use your mighty hand to reach into the hearts of those that don't know you today. 邀请他们回到你的家，因为你要把这丰富的恩典赐给他们。We ask you to bring them into your house to save them and to care for them. 今天我们在座的朋友，你还不是基督徒的，但是你有感动的，请举手。Today, if you're here and you've never come to know the Lord, but you would like to do that, would you raise your hands today? Raise a hand. 我们有这样的朋友吗? Is there anybody here today that would like to, to put their faith and trust in the Lord? 好的,如果你还不肯定,没问题,我们这个会后,我们的长老和我,我们在台前,我们会一起为你祝福和祷告。So if you, um, today, if you're Desiring to, um, to learn more about that or want to come up and pray with us afterwards, you're welcome to come up and pray with the elders or one of us and um, talk more about that. We welcome you to do that. Um, those of you who, who know, trust in Jesus today, may he Jesus give you his eyes, his joy, uh, to be able to experience him. Um, Heavenly Father, we ask you to give us um, the ears of Jesus, to, that, that we would love to hear your words, that we would love to know more about you. 也求你给我们耶稣的口总不自夸，也不也总是说建造人的话。We uh, ask you to give us the the mouth of Jesus, the words of Jesus, to be able to speak, not to speak um, prideful things, uh, but to speak words that could edify and encourage others.也让我们有智慧用勇气向我们周边的朋友传你的福音。And that we would have your wisdom to be able to share the good news with other people. 也求父神给我们耶稣的心，能够凡事包容相信和盼望，啊，有信心。And that we would have the heart of Jesus to um be able to promote faith, be able to promote uh, the good things that you you bring to others, Lord Jesus. 让我们常常活在神的恩典里，因为我们知道。and we would always live in your grace, uh, Heavenly Father, because your, your grace is sufficient for us. In, in the name of Jesus we pray, amen.